welcome to Inward Led Ministries, where this is a Holy Spirit-led podcast. Good day to you. My name is Claire Carter, and I'm your host on this journey of becoming a disciple of Christ. Welcome, welcome to this day. Um, the message is, I am weak, you, God, are strong. So let's turn to the Father in prayer. Heavenly Father, glorious, wonderful Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love. Thank you, Lord, that you seem fit that we have this day that we shall rejoice in, Lord, because we know that you have given it to us. So, Father God, we thank you for your blessed Son, Jesus, for his blood, for his coverage over our minds, over our hearts and our life. We thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way through this podcast, through every listener today, all of us, Father, that you ignite us, that we are excited and on fire for you. So we thank you and we love you and praise you. Father, I pray for the listener out there today that has lost hope father the one that is going through something and they feel like it's so tough god that they can't do it that they can't hold on that father god that there there's a dead end in front of them father i just ask today that as they listen to your word father that they will know god that you are alive you have sent jesus for us to live this life and life more abundantly father god that listener out there lord touch their hearts today father god touch their heart for them to know that your love is unfailing, your love is true, Lord, and that we find hope in Christ Jesus. So we thank you for this day. We rebuke the evil thoughts. We rebuke those things that are not so. We rebuke to hear Satan and his demonic spirits tell us that we are not good enough. Father, we we will never be good enough, but you are. And we look to you, Father, to give us the strength because we know we can find our strength in you. We are weak because we are mere dust from the ground, but Father, you are strong. So we rebuke those things that are telling us things that are not true, Father, when we know your truth. So we thank you, Father. We thank you that you lift us up. Father, that we can look to you from where our help comes from. So we thank you and we bless your holy name because you're worthy of it all, that this is a day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. In Jesus, your mighty name. Amen. 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 We will be coming out of 1 John chapter 5. 1 John chapter 5, and I am reading out of the New Living Translation, and it states, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has become a child of God, and everyone who the Father loves his children too. We know we love God's children if we love God and obey his commandments. Loving God means keeping his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. So what are his commandments? What do we need to do to walk in the commandment of God? I'm glad you asked because we can find that answer in Mark chapter 12, verse 29 through 31. And it tells us, Jesus replied, the most important commandment is this. Listen, O Israel, the Lord our God is the one and only Lord. And you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. The second is equally important. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. Amen. So loving God, that's the commandment, loving God. And when we love someone, we show them respect. When we love someone, we want to do good for them. We want to to, uh, uplift them. We want to love on them. We want to give them. We want to surrender all, right? Because we expect God, all of God, but shouldn't God expect all of us? So 
I encourage you today to go through and read that Mark chapter 12, verse 29 through 31 and think that through. Think that thing through. Be in prayer. God, am I loving you with all my heart? God, am I loving you with all my soul? Not bits and pieces of me, but all of me, Lord, with all of my mind and all of my strength. Lord, am I I loving you in this way? Am I giving all of me to you in this way? And also, Lord, am I loving my neighbor as myself? Because God, I know you love me, so I know to love myself, Father. And I know that when I love myself, when I love you, when I love myself, that I should also love others. So I'm grateful today for God pointing this out to us, right? In his word, because his word is true. And if we love God, we will obey his commandments. So going back to verse 4 in 1 John chapter 5, For every child of God defeats this evil world, and we achieve this victory through our faith. I want to read that again, and I really want that to soak into your hearts. I want it to soak into your mind. Every child of God defeats this evil world. We shall overcome. Why? Because we have victory through our faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. And who can win this battle, verse 5, against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We must believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Why? Because God sent Jesus as the ultimate sacrifice, that we no longer have to sacrifice the bullocks, and we no longer have to sacrifice the lambs. He was the ultimate lamb. He was the ultimate sacrifice for us. Thank you, God. And verse 6, And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by His baptism in water, and by shedding His blood on the cross, not by water only, but by water and blood. And the spirit who is truth confirms it with this testimony. Amen. So we have these three witnesses, the spirit, the water, and the blood. And all three agree. Since we believe human testimony, surely we can believe the greater testimony that comes from God. And God has testified about his son. Verse 10. All who believe in the son of God know in their hearts that this testimony is true. Those who don't believe this are actually calling God a liar because they don't believe what God has testified about his son. So God is truth. God cannot be a liar because his word is true. He is true. It says in verse 11, and this is what God has testified. He has given us eternal life and this life is in his son. Whoever has the son has life. Whoever does not have God's Son does not have life. Now, it's not just life eternally. It's life here on this earth. We, we are walking around as zombies or robots. We're walking around as if we are the dead among the living. And when we receive Christ Jesus in our heart, we know that testimony is true. We know that in our hearts what God has testified, that Jesus has come to give us eternal life by him being born, by him dying on the cross by his stripes we are healed and dying on the cross and not only just at the point of the death it's the resurrection amen in that resurrection we believe that as jesus had resurrected into eternal life with god the father we shall also do the same we find in john chapter 3 verse 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish 
but have everlasting life. Amen. So believing in Christ Jesus, knowing that God gave his only begotten son and whoever, whoever is you, whoever is me, whoever is everyone out there that is listening, that we can have eternal life, that we shall not perish, that after we take our last breath here on this earth, it will not be the end for us. It will be us living an eternal life, not perishing, because after we take our last breath, we're either going to have the final destination of hell and perishing, or we're going to have the final destination of eternal life, life life, living in God, living with God right there in his presence with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In verse 13, in 1 John chapter 5, I have written this to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you may know you have eternal life. And we are confident that he hears us when we ask for anything that pleases him. Please listen to the scripture. When we call on God, God, I need a new car. God, I need a new house. God, I need a new job. God, I need this. I need that. I need health. I need this and that. It states in his word. We are confident that he hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. If it is not going to be the will of God, if it will not please God, give him honor and glory. We will not receive it. We will not receive it. If you happen to receive it and it's not by God because it won't please God, that is Satan giving it to you. When we receive things that we ask for, it is to glorify God through it. Amen. And we should have that confidence because we come to our Father. It says in verse 15, and since we know he hears us when we make our request, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. So when we're coming to God and it's the will of God, God, is this the will for my life? Is this your will for my life? Not me being selfish, not me having my own will for my life, but Father, I surrender unto you. Is this the will that you have for my life? Now, how does God hear us? How does God hear us? When we pray to him, remember we are weak and he is strong. So we need to have a conversation with him. Hey, Father, God, I love you. Lord, you know my needs. Lord, you know the situation I'm going through. I need your guidance. I need your instruction. What is your will for my life? So when we pray to him, that's how he hears us. When we cry out to him with our whole heart, he hears us when we love God and we obey his commandments. He hears us because we are his children. If there's a child coming up to me at a playground, I'm out there with my grandkids or, or my kids when they were younger, and a child comes up to me or a child saying, Mom, 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 I'm not going to respond to that child if they're not my child. I'm not going to listen to that child if they're not my child. I might go, oh, are you okay? Do you need something? They're not my kid, but I'll say, hey, there's your mom over there. I'll direct them to where they need to be. I know the voice of my children. I know that just like they know my voice. If I were to call and say, okay, kids, it's time to go. Okay, kids, they know that's me calling. They're not going to go with a stranger. Amen. God knows our voices and we should know his. Verse 16, if you see a believer sinning in the way that does not lead to death, you should pray and God will give that person life. 
but there is a sin that leads to death and I'm not saying you should pray for those who commit it now the sin that leads to death that was verse 16 um, that I read but I'm explaining the sin that leads to death is a deliberate refusal to believe in Jesus Christ to follow God's commands and to love one another the person that is deliberately pure evil doing these things we can pray for them yes and once again it's in God's will it's in God's hands our job is to be in prayer because God hears his children when someone is deliberately in sin when someone is doing things purposefully to harm someone purposefully to hurt someone and they refuse to turn from their wicked ways they refuse to receive Jesus Christ they are left in God's hands yes we can pray for them but that is the death that is a sin excuse me that leads to death all wicked verse 17 actions are sin but not every sin leads to death because why we can have repentance we can receive the salvation of Jesus and then he takes those sins and he throws us as far as the east is from the west amen verse 18 we know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning for God's son holds them securely and the evil one cannot touch them. So we should not be out there purposefully sinning, thinking, well, God's going to forgive me. I'm just going to do this and I'm going to do that. And God's going to forgive me. That is not how it works. It states in the word of God that when we receive Christ, we become a new creature. Old things have been passed away. Behold, all things become new. So we cannot live our old life and say that we have Christ Jesus in our heart. We cannot live that old life and think that we are being pleasing to the father. Amen. Verse 19, we know that we are children of God and that the world around us is under the control of the evil one. They're in control of the evil one. But when we receive Christ Jesus in our heart, we have the Holy Spirit in us. And in Galatians chapter 5, it tells us, verse 13 through 21, For you have been called to live in freedom, my brothers and sisters, but don't use your freedom to satisfy your sinful nature. That's just like me saying, I can sin because God's going to forgive me. No, we need to change. It says, instead, use your freedom to serve one another in love. For the whole law can be summed up in this one command. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out. Beware of destroying one another. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Please listen. Please listen. Please listen in on this podcast today. Listen in. It says, when you follow the desires of your simple nature, the results are very clear. Now, please go look this, this chapter up, Galatians 5. And verses, read the whole Galatians chapter 5, okay? What I want you to do is write out the definitions of these things. Sexual immorality. Google it. Look it up. What does sexual immorality mean? Am I living in sexual immorality? Am I? Because if I am, I need to ask for forgiveness and I need to turn from my wicked ways. If I'm living in impurity, look up impurity. Each one of these, impurity, look them up. Lustful pleasures, look it up. Idolatry, look it up. Sorcery, hostility, quarreling jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, 
envy, drunkenness, wild parties. Make the list and look over that list and write the definition down. Google, define it, grab your Merriam-Webster dictionary, whatever you got. Write the definition of each one of those down and examine yourself. Am I living in idolatry? Am I placing someone before God? Am I living? What is dissension? What does that mean? Am I living in dissension? Am I living in drunkenness? What what are these? What do these mean? And so, looking up the definition for those to understand, it says, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have said before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. That means that you will perish. So we heard before, right? That for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. When we believe in God, we change. We change. If you have not changed, you truly do not believe in Christ. You truly do not believe that God sent Jesus because we should be a changed people. If you are still living in the lustful pleasures, if you are still living in that list that I just went through, if you're still living in those things, you have not truly given your life to Christ because he will change you if you let him. When you surrender unto Christ, he will change you. And that's what he died on the cross for. All those sinful pleasures, all the sinful nature, all these desires have been nailed to the cross so we can no longer be held captive in him, but be held captive by God's love. Amen. The word of God clearly tells us this. Please, please, people of God, I encourage you to go into Galatians 5, write down the definitions of each of these and examine your life, examine yourself. Amen. This is going to help you not perish, but have that everlasting life that God sent Jesus for. Amen. Verse 20 of 1 John chapter 5. And we know that the Son of God has come and he has given us understanding so that we can know the true God. And now we live in fellowship with the true God because we live in fellowship with his son, Jesus Christ. He is the only one true God and he is eternal life. Amen. So how, how do we understand this? When going back to Galatians 5 and in verse 22, it says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to the cross, his cross, and crucified them there. Since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our life. So that's how we live in true fellowship with God because we are in true fellowship with his son Jesus knowing what he died on the cross for that is for you that is for me that is for every person out there Jesus died on the cross for but when we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us so when we receive Christ Jesus we have the Holy Spirit living inside of us he produces this fruit so look up the definitions of love joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Once again, it's in Galatians chapter five. Look these definitions up. Are you living in this way? 
Do you truly have that love in you? Do you have that peace in you? Kindness and goodness. And if you don't, what is standing in the way from you having it? When we belong to Christ Jesus, we are able to have these things in our life. Love, joy, peace, kindness, patience, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Examine yourself. Where are you falling short? Where are you falling short from? And go to God, because remember, He hears us when we cry out to Him. He hears us when we pray. So the last verse in 1 John chapter 5, verse 21. Dear children, keep away from anything that might take God's place in your hearts. Anything. Dear children, He's speaking to us. He's not talking about 18 and under. He's saying children because we are children of God. You can be 85, 105, 115, however old you might be. You could be 5 years old, 12 years old, 18, 24, 36. Guess what? We're all his children when we receive Christ Jesus in our heart. Keep away. This is a warning to us. Keep away from anything that might take God's place in your heart. So what is in your heart today? What is in your heart? Is it God's word? Is it God's truth? Read. Read your Bible. Study your Bible so you will not be lacking the knowledge that God wants us to have. Remember, we are weak, but God is strong. So gracious Heavenly Father, thank you for your word that came forth today. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in this place. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in us. Father, today, Lord, may we turn our hearts and minds unto you that we may love you with all of our heart, all of our mind, all of our soul, all of our strength, all of us, Father. We want to give to you. So if there's anything, Lord, anything, in our sinful nature we rebuke it in the name of jesus we turn those things over to you today the impurities the drunkenness the envy the dissension the division father god idolatry sorcery witchcraft anything lord that is not like you we turn it over to you today may this be the day that we surrender unto you god because we know that you are true we know that you are the one true and living God and you sent your son Jesus so we may have this freedom. You sacrificed him on the cross so we may, because you love us so much, have eternal life, not in perishing, not in the pit of hell, not in the lake of fire, but in your presence. And we thank you. And Father, I cry out. I cry out to the listeners that they will be mindful, Lord, that they will look up those definitions, Father, and examine themselves before you, Christ Jesus, that they will receive you, Father, if they have not received your son, that today is the day that they receive your son, Jesus, because he is the perfect gift. He is the only gift that we need. So my prayer today is that those with a hardened heart will receive your heart. That God, God, they will call on you. God, they will have conversation with you in Jesus' name. That it be your will for our life that we're mindful each day of your will in our life. And we love you and we thank you. 
And I thank you for this opportunity, Father, to speak on your behalf, that you have used me as a mouthpiece to speak across the nations, that people will give their life to you and receive you because they know your truth. Thank you for every opportunity in Jesus, your mighty name. Amen. Amen. So thank you so much for joining us. If there's someone out there that has not given their life to Christ, today is such a great day to do so. You say, what does that mean? That means you say, Jesus, please enter into my heart. I want you into my heart. And what you do then, it tells us in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, if you believe in your heart that Christ Jesus died on the cross, to give us eternal life. If you believe that Jesus died on the cross and God raised him on the third day, thou shalt be saved, but it doesn't end there. You cry out to God. You say, God, these are the things you confess your sins are the things that I have done. And you say, well, God is supposed to know all things. Yes, but it's for you to receive your freedom. That you repent and turn from those ways. God, I don't wanna do these things anymore. And I turn my addiction over to you. I turn my sexual immorality over to you. I turn my drunkenness over to you. I turn my sorcery that I've done over to you. Whatever it might be, turn it over to him. And then he will fill you with the fruits of his spirit, which is that love, peace, joy, kindness, gentleness, and self-control, faithfulness. He will fill you up with that and it doesn't end there. Be in prayer daily. That means have a conversation with God in Jesus' name daily. And it doesn't end there. Study your word. Study the word of God so you will know the truth for your life. Get into a Bible-believing, Holy Spirit-led study that they will help teach you and help you walk in your relationship with Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. And if you've done that today, the angels in heaven rejoice and we rejoice with you on this day. Amen. Yes, we rejoice with you on this day. So we thank you. Uh, I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for being a listener. I thank you that you share this podcast with others so that they may become free, that they may be able to receive and hear God's word also. So thank you so much for joining us. Remember, you can find us on the World Wide Web yourloveministries.us all spelled out we're also on facebook and tiktok kingdom clips um we would love to hear from you if you've actually given your life to christ we would love to hear from you email us at y-o-u-a-r-e-l-o-v-e-d-m-i-n-i-s-t-r-i-e-s that's yourloveministries at yahoo.com thank you for joining us may god's face shine upon you And thank you again. Until next time, you are loved.